bit. Um, we've spoken a little about the mitzvah of tefillah, a mitzvah de oraisa, a mitzvah de rabbanan, what exactly the nature of that mitzvah happens to be. Yesterday we spoke about the, a woman's obligation in tefillah, and we've been trying to develop certain very fundamental ideas about the nature, the nature of tefillah. Tefillah, as the Ramban writes it on a Torah level, is a chesed. The Ramban gives the opportunity to reach out to him. Torah, the way the Ramban defines it, and we'll elaborate more on that today, and more is an avoda. We've spoken about the tefillah in Ramosh Salvechik, in Reval Yashiv, in, you know, in many ways, in many that we've shown him, that even though we only daven a couple of times a day, the, the goal of tefillah is to have an impact on our day, which, which, which is there always. That tefillah is relevant at all times and all situations, Tefillah as Rachmaninu, we're always in a constant need of getting the mercy of the Rabbonish Olam, and in that sense, part of our Tefillah is always relevant because we always need that mercy. Partially, it's always relevant because, as you reference a couple times, the Kiyam Shebelev of Tefillah, Tefillah's impact on us. Tefillah, not just as words that we use, but the experience becomes, becomes very, very important. What, what, what's always, I think, an interesting question we're going to elaborate on today is sometimes the, the relationship between different mitzvos the relationship between different mitzvos. Now, we don't ask that about every two mitzvos. We don't say, like, what's the relationship between the din of Ma'akeh and the din of, uh, I don't know, of Shiluach HaKain. It's not like everyone's like, and you have like a whole shear about like how Ma'akeh relates to Shiluach HaKain. I'm not saying they couldn't be connected to some of you are thinking about right now. I'm saying that it's not a standard place to go as far as assessing the relative, uh, the relative dinim, dinim of them. But there are mitzvos that seem to be somewhat more similar or seem to be very fundamental, and they're connected, where you would ask that question. So we'd ask that question, what's the relationship between Avas Hashem and Yeres Hashem? Those are two mitzvahs that seem to be very much connected, but also very, very different. And the Ramam speaks about them, you know, together, but also a little bit different. There's a lot to be said about, you know, certain mitzvahs, but what the relationship exactly is. What we're speaking about today, and Chazal pick up on this, or Chazal discussed this at, in, in a bunch of different Gemaras, is the relationship between Talmud Torah and Tefillah. Between Talmud Torah and Tefillah. We're going to try to do so in two different ways. One is going to be speaking about the question as to what beats what, when there's a conflict between Torah and Tefillah. So what wins? They're both, as we've been pointing out, very fundamental uh, forms of Avodah Hashem. Torah is Talmud Torah, Kulam, Vigisibo, Yomam, Valayla. But Tefillah is also... You know, kol hayom hisichasi. Tefillah is also something which is mitzvah hey in Rambam. Tefillah is also something which is which is of of paramount of paramount importance. And what happens when there's conflict, one against the other? What exactly is going to sort of carry the day? The second question we'll speak about is not focusing on what you do when it's one against the other, but what is the relationship between Torah and Tefillah? <laughs> to what extent are they similar? And if so. What are the implications of that, uh, of that similarity? And what can the relationship between Torah and Tefillah perhaps tell us about the nature of Talmud Torah and perhaps the nature of Tefillah itself? So we're trying to elaborate a little bit on this question about the relationship between Torah and Tefillah. So what I want to do is begin by just pointing out, etzem the question you sort of feel a little bit in the Gemara and Shabbos on Daf Yud. It's a little bit of a famous Gemara. The Gemara here on Daf Yud tells us, the Gemara is speaking about wearing nicer clothing for davening. Part of that larger discussion, that, that Gemara and Shabbos on Daf Yud. And the Gemara says, Rava Chazi Rav Hamnuna, the Kamarich Batsluse. Rava saw Rav Hamnuna was davening, like, I guess, a pretty long Shmon Esrei. Now, whether Rava was in the middle of his own Shmon Esrei and he was, like, looking over a little bit to, like, figure out, like, how does he compare to others in their lengths of Shmon Esrei, whether he was, like, the Mashkiach in the Yeshiva, 
sitting in the front. He already Davin Vasikin, of course. He's now just looking to see, like, what's going on. Maybe he just, like, Rafa Nunes' pronunciation was, like, really, really long. It was, like, an hour and a half in, and he's, like, diving right in front of him, wanting to take his three steps back, and he's wondering, like, I'm seized, not Arif, but feel out. The, the details will have to wait for, the, uh, for those that are interested in exploring this. But at minimum, he saw that Rav Hanuna was davening along Shmona Esrei. Omar, so he said to him, now, Pashtus, when did he communicate this to him? What is that? Sounds like maybe during, but it, Pashtus could be afterwards, could be waiting for Shmona Esrei to end, I don't know. And he says, I assume waited, but he says, Amar minichin chayi olam ve'oskim b'chayi sha'a. That's a, that's a, it's a real comment. Torah is chayi olam v'chayi olam nata b'sochenu. Tefillah, Torah is something which is eternal. Tefillah is chayi sha'a. Tefillah is like things for this world. What are you leaving over Torah for to be always examined in tefillah? Bishlama, if you were going to be davening as opposed to go and have breakfast, so I would say keep on davening. But it's a, it's a higher quality chayi sha'a. But you're going you're to stop learning. It's Chai Olam. Chai Olam. Chai Olam. Chai Sha. So what did Rifam Nuna think? Vuhusavar, and this is a very interesting line, Zman Tfila Luchud, Vizman Torah Luchud. So here we get something which is really, I think, interesting. Rava Shita is that Torah and Tfila is that Torah is Chai Olam, Tfila is Chai Sha. Both of these days, I think, are somewhat more nuanced than they initially come off. Rava's not denying the importance of Tfila. Rav is not saying a person shouldn't daven. What precisely is Rav saying? Don't be ma'arich too much in your tefillah. We don't know the gather of what's called ma'arich, but if it's the kind of ma'arich that takes a toll on learning, so there he expresses some reservations. What's Rav Hamnuna's response? Is his response that, no, tefillah's chai olam, or Torah's only chai sha'a? That's not what his response is. I think you're right that Torah's chai olam and tefillah's chai sha'a. His response is... I.e., the way I would say it out is that there are many chayi sha'as that, that take real time. And there may be a chayi sha'a. Tefillah is about this world. Let's say tefillah is about, about this world. It's important to learn in this world. The fact that on some level, cosmically, chayi olam is greater doesn't mean that it's a poor use of time while davening to invest a significant amount of time in davening. There may be a gap between the amount of time we spend in something and its objective worth. I'll give you a, a mushal for this. The Gemara tells us that Yafet HaMatorah im that it's good that your learning be coupled with work, the way that most we've shown him seem to interpret it with having a profession. So most assume that Yafet HaMatorah im which is the Iker, which is the Tafel. Well, of course, the Iker is Torah, the Tafel is Derech Except for one day in the Baliyat Tosfos, one day, according to the name of, of, of Rabbeinu Tam, where Rabbeinu Tam says, not the case. Rabbeinu Tam says, Derech Eretz, your work is Iker, Talmud Torah is Tafel. Ask Achronim, how could that be? Rabbeinu Tam's like very religious. He's like all in on the Torah stuff. It's not one of these like, he's like, he's really serious. So what does Rabbeinu Tam mean that Talmud Torah is Tafel? So many Achronim explain, what it means is, I think, look at this, but I think many Achronim explain a similar kind of an idea, that what it means is like this, Derech Eretz may take more time. A person's in university, they may be, depending on whether they're in medical school, they, they may be spending more time engaged in those activities. That's what he meant by it being Iker. He didn't mean that it has a greater cosmic significance on the world. He didn't mean that Tamatorik and Kulam isn't really true. It means that sometimes, quantitatively, we spend time in things that are not as 
cosmically as, as, as significant. So what that means is a similar thing here. L'chora. Torah is amazingly chasm. It's chayi olam. But chayi also demands its time and a significant investment in that time called chayi But this machlokas in and of itself already begins to like deepen or, or it brings us to a place of clarifying what is the relationship between them because for two, one, practically the tension exists. How long my mincha is today is taking a toll on something. You know, am I saying to Hillman Morning Seder or not saying to Hillman Morning Seder? What am I? What am I doing? Am I going to be? Uh, am, am, am I going to be adding on till after David? My shvarasa should be much longer. The toll of Torah seems to be a machlokas here. Here in the Gemara seems to be somewhat, somewhat less, somewhat less clear. Somewhat less clear. I don't know if we paskin on this particular shaila. You know, the same way. The same way. We definitely like elaborate a bit. But 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 that's at least the Gemara frames the question. I think for us in that kind of way. That machlokas Rav and Rav Nuna. Yeah. What does Chayisha mean? Is it, like, you think, I'll get back later. I think what Chayisha means. What's the Rashi say? It's more focused on this world. Now, we have to still elaborate a bit because it's focused on this world. It's also a mitzvah from Hashem. Does it help you get into Olam Haba? My money's on yes. Also, so I'm going to come back to this later. I'm going to come back to this. This is also what is Ratzon Hashem in terms of like... You're, you're too like uh, influenced by like uh, a broad life kind of an approach. Isn't it all Ratzon Hashem? And the answer is, the answer is uh, maybe it's all Ratzon Hashem, but some of it is more critical Ratzon Hashem. Some of no, it's more valuable. No, my, my point is that if Torah is what Hashem really wants, then wouldn't that better our Chayisha? I mean, if we're doing what Hashem really wants... It means, so we'll, we'll define Chayisha. We'll define Chayisha means, I think. The, 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 the real sugi, which we're going to begin with, I really want to develop almost like one yisod in the time that we have, but is a Gemara there in Shabbos and Dafyid Aleph. The Gemara in Shabbos and Dafyid Aleph, it's a little bit of an interesting Gemara. The Gemara, we're skipping, I tried to give Gemaras that without giving too much of the Gemara because I was nervous that we spent too much time on that. But the Tanya, we have the following Brisa. The Brisa tells us that Chaveirim Shahayu Oskim Batora. Chaveirim Shahayu Oskim Batora. That if the Chevra is learning right now, let's say we started learning and the Shear went a little bit late and longer than anticipated, and as we continue to sit here and we continue to learn, so this Ora, we should stop to say Kriyashma. We're going to get up really early, I guess. We're going to start at our, one of these, like, uh, take a, it's an early morning Dafyomi Shear. Early morning Dafyomi Shear. They're getting up early. Now it's time to find Kriyashma. So the Gemara said they should stop to say Kriyashma. Ve'en Mafsikin Latfilah. Simple pshat, they're going to continue going the entire day. They're not going to be davening because they are going to be fully engrossed and engaged in that mitzvah of Talmud Torah. If that is so, that is Rava in many ways, a more extreme version of what we saw in Rava. Because Rava was bothered that Rav Hamdunah was ma'arich betfilaso. This is saying, Talmud Torah Sochasha, that it trumps tefillah. Don't daven, just learn. Amazing. So Gemara says, When we say the friends, the Chaveirim were davening, we don't mean like the Chevra. We mean like Rashbi's Chevra. Now, I find this to be fascinating. They don't mean that Rashbi had a, had a massive social life. I don't think that that is the shot. I can't say he did or didn't. I just think the words Chaveirim here probably mean like Chaveirim or something shown him, like the Torah of Mitzvot. That they are there. Shetorasan umnasan. That these are people who their Torah is their umnas. Their Torah is their profession. 
Aval Bikigon Anu, so Rabbi Yochanan, who was, I, I would have thought, you know, a pretty chashiva guy who valued Torah, Rabbi Yochanan says about Kigon Anu, people like us, people like us, we both daven and we, and we say Kriyashma. The Rambam paskins this halacha. The Rambam paskins this halacha, that, that people who are, who are Torah, umnaso, those people continue to learn, those people don't stop, don't stop to daven. It's interesting. Shulchan Aruch tells us, quotes the line from Yochanan, Bismanaseh, we don't assume that we have people who really are Tarasa and us in the same way, like if Yochanan wasn't, so like, presumably we're not either. Yochanan was like, Yochanan. So presumably we're, 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 we're good to go. There is a bit of a machlokas, I'll speak very briefly, as to whether they wouldn't daven at all, or they just wouldn't daven fully. Tosfos points out that the Gemara and Shabbos on Lamed Gimel, when the Gemara is talking about Lag, the Gemara about Shabbat Yochanan in the cave, how do I remember that's on Daf Lama Gimel? Lagva Omer, Lagva Omer. This is like the the clever that likes these things, like these things. So there is a. Um, Matthew Ewing's thirty-three. I'm not sure that's true. Uh, I was going to say Daf What? I meant Daf Mitzvah. That was a fantastic one. What Daf Mitzvah? I don't know what number Daf Mitzvah is. Okay, fine. I should know. I should know. Good. Now, that that the Gemara says that when Rashi was in the cave. So there are times where he would change his clothing to go daven. He would change his clothing to go daven when he was in the cave. Ask Tosfos, well, after Ravi didn't have to daven, Ravi's in the cave, so why exactly is he, uh, so why exactly is he davening? Parentheses, the answer I would have loved, which I didn't find, but I would have liked, I just didn't, I didn't look that hard, would have been that that was Nesara, and that for Nesara he held that then you do have to daven. That, that, that's what I would have wanted. There was a time of persecution. I think there are riots to that being an answer. I would like someone to say that answer, uh, mostly because it would make me feel good about myself. But 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 I think that that is a. Uh, but I, I I wonder if that would be out there, especially present for those in Yushami that say the reason why they weren't master for tefillah is because tefillah is the rabbanan. That I think that would be that's one day in the Yushami. The reason why they master for kriyashma is the raisa tefillah is the rabbanan. So I would have said okay, but the star after he was diving in the cave. I think that's a shot. You can take it or leave it, and I'm sure many of you will take it or you all take it or leave it. Now there's a uh, but there is a comment of the Yeshua Yaakov. The Yishuz Yaakov on Shulchan Aruch, I saw this quoted, not seen inside. The Yishuz Yaakov on Shulchan Aruch, Timothy Kavav, says, no, 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 no. Once they have to say Kriyashma, so of course they continue to daven Shmon Esrei. They said Kriyashma and Birchosh Kriyashma, so they daven Shmon Esrei. What this means is that Shachras they would say. It means that Mincha Mar, the other tefillahs, they wouldn't stop for. But once they stop for, for, for Kriyashma and Smichas Geul, the tefillah, and the Birchosh Kriyashma, they would say Shachras also. There's not the simple pshat. Simple pshat is that they didn't dive in at all. They only dive in Christmas, but that's the pshat of Tosos. Okay. The question is why? The question is why? Why weren't they stopping for davening? Davening is a chiyah. We stopped learning to fulfill a lot of mitzvos. We stopped learning to fulfill a lot of mitzvos. So why exactly would they stop learning in order to go... Sorry, why, why, why wouldn't they stop <laughs> learning here? So what I want to do is share with you briefly two mahalchem. One is the Shulchan Aruch Harav and what he suggests. A little bit in, in Rebbe Manoah. <laughs> Two is a simple shot of a Rambam and Hilchos Tefillah. And then what we're going to try to do is really just develop a yisod about the nature of Torah and davening. And hopefully that can give us another mahalach in terms of why exactly, Torah Shem Naso, why they wouldn't daven. Why they wouldn't daven. So let's go like this. The Shulchan Aruch HaRav. Shulchan Aruch HaRav is the Alter Rebbe of Chabad, the first Lubavitcher Rebbe. He wrote a Shulchan Aruch when he was relatively young. He was relatively young. That's why real Chabadnikim don't always paskin like Shulchan Aruch HaRav. Sometimes they paskin like the Siddur HaRav, the Alter Rebbe Siddur. Because that he wrote when he was older, 
think they say that when he was younger, he was like too deferential to other postkin. He was young, he was starting, didn't want to take people on. As he got older, he was like, I think I got this. And he would sometimes, when they were stira sometimes, uh, between them, uh, they, 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 they put out, I think there's a list somewhere in the sitter a little bit of, uh, of differences. Says the Alter Rebbe Espal, this is very important, Marmakom, about the nature of Birchos Kriyashima. That the, the relationship, Birchos Kriyashima, seems to be important enough that once you're saying Kriyashima, of course you have to also add in Birchos Kriyashima. It's an important Marmakom. But, he says, You don't daven at all. None of the shocker stuff. You don't daven at all. Since other than this, you don't stop other creation, you don't stop for other things. Like you're all in and learning. Afilu rega, even a moment. I don't think he means like a person never goes to the bathroom and never eats, but he means you're you're it's like Yaakov Avinu, you know, fourteen years didn't sleep in Shame Aver. Many Akronim explain, my Musra explains, not like he didn't fall asleep, it's not like he never slept for fourteen years. It's just that like he never like went to sleep. He would just like crash in those fourteen years, wake up, learn, crash, wake up, you know, learn. It, it, it meant that it was a uh, it was all consuming. Even mitzvos derabanan, we stop learning to fulfill a mitzvah derabanan. Mikomakom tfila hoel veeno ella bakashas rachamim al inyane olam haze einlo lahania chayi haolam v'laasok bechayi sha. So what he did was he merged the Gemara and Daviyot and Daviyot Aleph a little bit. Rabba's line appears again and says to Shulchan Aruch HaRav, why is it that Torah Umnaso Torah is going to be Tefillah? Because Tefillah is only Bakashas Rachamim Al Inyane HaOlam Haza. Where do you get the idea from that that, that, that Tefillah is defined as Rachamim? The Gemara and Dafchaf and Brachos that we saw yesterday. So he's invoking different Gemaras here. Now what's interesting. When the Gemara invokes the idea that Torah is Rachamim, is the Gemara in Brachos invoking that to be Machmir about Tefillah or Mekel about Tefillah? Machmir. Even women are Chayv and Tefillah because, because Rachamim. When the Shulchan Aruch HaRav invokes the idea of Rachamim, is he invoking it as a Chumr or invoking it as a Kula? Kula. That it's less important. It's only because it's Rachamim Aninyane Olam Hazeh. It's only because Rachamim Aninyane Olam I think I'll get to your question in a second. It's only because Rachamim Aninyane Olam Hazeh. Okay. We have to still dig a little bit. What it means is that tefillah is not as important. It's only Olam Hazah. And this is, uh, is Olam Hazah. It tells us a lot about his take on tefillah, which is interesting for a person that invested a lot in describing tefillah and had a sitter that was very chasha. But, uh, but, but that's... Okay. What, 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 what requires like some deeper understanding to appreciate Shulchan Aruch Haraf here? If the esod is that Torah is Chai Olam, and this is only Chaye Sha'a, but Kashas Racham Olam Haza. So, how come only someone who's Torasa Umnaso doesn't stop? Shouldn't we all continue learning? Isn't learning just better and more important than Davening? Davening is asking for like basic things about this world. Torah is, uh, is, is eternal. So, how come only someone who's Torasa Umnaso stops? Why not everyone? What would you say is the answer for him? What would you say is the answer for that? Why are we mevato though? Once we're already mevato, I hear that, but that's like saying like you know it's like 
that's far see what he's saying. The problem is like, well, you know, once you already like watched YouTube like an hour this morning, like why not also watch it during morning seder? Like you're already mivatel, so there's like be mivatel. Like end of the day, like learning is really important. Like shouldn't it trump anything else? Like like what's the yisod here? Yeah. Okay. So one way of saying it is, is as follows. I think there are different ways you could say it. I'll give you a direction. You could say it however you would want it. But one way of saying it is like this. The person who's Torah Unaso is a person by... What, what do we mean Torah is your profession? It means you're not an Olam Haza person. You don't have a job. You're just all in and learning. You're not Mevatel Afilu Rega. You have made the choice to not be an Olam Haza person. You're not in this world in that kind of a way. It's not what you're doing. You're not all in in this in this particular scene. So you're, you're not Olamhaza is not not your. So a person who's not shyich to Olamhaza at all, so the need to daven for Olamhaza would undermine, you know, what his life's mission is. The highest madrega, apparently, at least it sounds like here, is to be Torasa umnasa. That's a madrega which is so elevated and so holy. We can't get there, but imagine so where you're you're living in Olam in in the, in the upper world. Even though technically you're physically here, you're not machshiv olam haza the same way. So for you, tefillah is not important enough. And if you would daven, what I'm saying it, it would almost undermine what your whole yisod is of Torah so naso. You're not an olam haza focused person. You're all that. So for you, davening would be the wrong thing to do. Emafsikin. But a person who lives in this world, or as Rabbi Yochanan says, kigon anu, like people like us who are Olam Hazat dick people, so for us, it becomes more critical for us to... We, we have to daven. Because Olam Hazat for us matters. And if Olam Hazat for us matters, it's important that, one way of saying it, if I'm investing time in Olam Hazat, it would be wrong if there is no Ruchnius invested in that Olam Hazat. The tefillah becomes all the more important when that's the level of existence that you are more or less functioning with. At least that's one way of saying it. Again, you could take or leave the precise Hagdaras. That's one way of saying it. Yeah. Why should they daven at all? They don't daven at all. If they're not learning. They don't daven at all. Only stop for Kriyashima. No, Only. they're not learning. They wake up in the morning. Yeah. They not daven at all. They weren't going to daven. Yeah. They always learn. Afilu Rega. They don't have to... It, they're always learning. Mamish. Yeah. Um, why then would Rav Hanuna want to go... Or Rav Hanuna want to go... Rav Hanuna. I was saying Rav Nuna's Rav Yirmiya. In the second case. Oh, okay, yeah. Why would he want to? Yeah. He also wanted to go down. Yeah. Why he wanted to go I mean, we're talking about how we paskin. The other side would be to argue one of two things. Either Olam Hazar still matters when you're Torah Shalom Naso, or you have the capacity to have a tefillah which is La Dafka only by Kachos Rachamim. I think those are two ways that you could go. Yeah. Um, what's that do with like Havah Losabi? Like, I think we're, we're going to get there, I hope. I hope. Okay. The Rambam's line is 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 really, I think, the Rambam is a bit of a different Hezber, although it's a little bit hard to... Why is Talmud Torah going to trump this? What's going on? You're learning at daven time. Stop learning and go and daven. If Torah is your profession... Again, ve'eno osa melacha klal. Not like you have like a side hustle. There's no like selling on Amazon on the side here. Or like sports tickets that you like are able to like, you know, get something. That's not what's happening here. This is all in. 
via Oseik Batora Bishas Tfila, and you're learning, and Davi time comes, Eno Posik. Why? Shemitvas Tamatora Gedola Mi Mitzvas Tfila. Tamatora is a Gadol over Tfila. Vichola Oseik Betzarche Rabim Ke Oseik Bedivre Torah. What? It says what? Oh, who says that? Pasha. Yeah, feeling that. Okay, great. Shkaya, thank you. Otra Chachma? That's awesome. Shkaya, thank you. Okay. No, it's possible like someone has to say it. Like it's too like. Okay, I'll look at it later. Also, I like it. Shkaya, it's great having you here, by the way. And you're Otra Chachma. There's a uh, the Rambam has two additional things here that are interesting. According to Rambam, what's the reason why they don't stop learning? Because Gadol Tamatora Yoser Mi Mitzvah Tfila. Tamatora is Gadol from Tfila. What's the technique Rambam said, which, which is interesting? What's the equivalent of Torah Um Naso? Oseik Pitzarche Tibor. And Oseik Pitzarche Tibor also gets to that particular that particular Madriga. If we ever have the opportunity to speak at greater length about Osik Patarke Tibor, this Rambam is an awesome one. This Rambam is a, anything's possible. This Rambam is an awesome one. Osik Patarke Tibor. Okay. Same question. So Torah is more important than Tefillah. If Torah is more important than Tefillah, so what should the halacha be by everyone? Don't stop learning. Torah is more important than Tefillah. Torah is more important than tefillah. <coughs> What's he sowed? If you're Torah, so umnaso, so then Torah is more important than tefillah. If you're not, then Torah is not more important than tefillah. The Rambam gives a really important comment here, that Torah is greater than tefillah. What's not clear is, why only Torah, so umnaso, and what's going on, that maybe we will come back to a little bit. But either way, we've seen thus far, that Torah and Tefillah both have this connection. We're not sure how to balance time. Why is it that at the end of the day, Torah so umnaso people, who are all in Dodavin, because Tefillah is only Bakashas, Olam Haza, Natsuchashev, or because Tefillah is secondary to Talmud Torah? It's not always so clear why that should only be true by someone who's Torah so umnaso, that we'll try to define a little bit. Yeah? Can you really go as far as to say that the Shulchan Torah was saying that? For us, Torah is not better than For us, Torah may be better than Tefillah, but Tefillah plays an indispensable role, and therefore I have to do it. Same way I have a job, I have to also daven. It's part of my Olam Haza life. Yeah, okay. I want to try to develop Yisod. It's a very, it's Yisod that, that the Rav had and some others had also, which I think can give us, I don't think the Rav Mefura is connected it to the Sugya, but I think it very much can and does, and we'll try to keep things in a, in a, in a good and solid way. The Rambam in Sefer HaMitzvot, let me just, I keep grab it, Rambam, put your hands up, like, yeah, right there, put your hands right, nope, they're right, right there, yeah, thanks. Where's Shabit Bezek? What? Where's Shabit Bezek? Should be. The Rambam in Mitzvah, hey, quotes a Maimur Chazal, a Maimur Chazal. The Rambam in the middle of the Tefillah says, you know what? Let me first. Uh, sorry. Let me first ask a couple of questions, then we'll get to the Rambam very quickly. One question we have, which we've been exploring, the first question is exactly this idea of Mishra Rasul Nasa. 
How come someone who's Torah and Nazo doesn't stop learning? How come he continues? How come he doesn't daven? Why is he continuing to learn? Let's strengthen that question. The more that you understand that tefillah is so fundamental to Avodah Hashem, and tefillah is a mitzvah do'oraisa, the more surprising this halacha really is. That if tefillah, let's say for Rambam, is so critical, it's Avodah Hashem and it's core way, so how come the Torah most people aren't davening? That's one question. The second question is a ha'ara that Salvechik had, based on the Tosvos and Meseches, Brachos. The Gemara in Brachos speaks about the best way to prepare for davening. What do you do right before davening? So the Gemara says, don't be joking around too much. It shouldn't come to daven from Kalos Roche. The Gemara says, it shouldn't be like two complex areas of learning, because you'll be thinking about that during davening. Rather, a person should get up, they should daven, mitoch halacha psuka. They should get up, they should daven from a, from a relatively clear, from a relatively clear halacha. Tosvos points out and seems to define that one of the reasons why we daven, says Tosvos, psuke to Zimra. Where is this? Tosvos and Brachos writes that one of the reasons why we daven psuke uh, to Zimra is because prior to davening, Amos Palami told Kalos Rosh, Viskok, not messing around, Elmitoch, Kibir Rosh, Visimcha Shal Mitzvah. You should, before you daven, be serious and, and, and experience and enjoy the mitzvah. <laughs> that it's appropriate to learn Torah on some level right before davening. What Tosfo seems to be saying, which is very different than what I would have thought, is the reason why we daven psukei Zimra and the reason why we say ashrei prior to Shemona Esrei, let's say a mincha, is because those things are Torah. We want to daven Tzuki Zimra, Sefer Tehillim, Ashrei, Sefer We want to daven from Torah into Tefillah. So wonder, there's salvation, but it's, it's Pashto. Why is it so critical that Torah be the starting point before Tefillah? It looks like on some level there's some connection here. We wouldn't say like, before you daven, make sure that you will keep on going there, Shiluach HaKem. Make sure you do that before you daven. We wouldn't say, like, make sure before you daven that you build a fence, a maka around your roof. There seems to be something about Torah's connection to tefillah that Dafka Ola Pesukit Zimra for Tobo seems to be defined as an act of Talmud Torah prior to prior daven. So what exactly is this connection? What's going on? So now we go to the Rambam and say for a mitzvah. We're going to develop a yisod. I want to define the yisod. I want to be able to say it out and speak about some of the implications, but I think it's a very important one. Be here for a while. We have to worship Hashem as Hashem told us a bunch of times to worship Him. So it seems like God says, worship me. Even though this is like a very broad mitzvah, worship me. Even though it's a broad idea, also sa'avot, worship Hashem. There is a specific element of it, which it refers to tefillah. The lashon sifri, ula avdo zotfila. The Amrugam Kane, Ula Avdo, Zetalmud. Uvi Mishnasenu shall be Lazar Benosh, Vili Omer, Benayan, Ikert Fila, Besocha Mitzos, Mehagas and Okaha Tir, Vasosavo, Vi Amro Deo, Besoraso, Deo, Bimikdasho, 
The Rambam defines tefillah as being avoda. If you were Rambam looking for a Maimer Chazal to tell us that avoda is tefillah, what Maimer Chazal would you have quoted? Gemara and Tainus. The Rambam didn't quote that. What's the first and sort of major Mar Makam the Rambam quotes? The Sifri. Where would you have cut off if you were the Rambam? Ula Avdo Zotfila. The Amru Gamkain Ula Avdo Zetalmud. The Rambam quotes a Sifri that tells us Avodei Ram says is really Tfila. The Sifri says. By the way, the Sifri adds Avoda is also Torah. Why add that in? Sefer Mitzvot is a short paragraph here about a mitzvah. Why quote the Maimar Chazal from the Sifri? The Sifri that tells that Avoda is davening. But Avoda is also Talmud Torah. Avoda is also Talmud Torah. Not only that, not only that, it seems pretty clear in this Sifri, in the way the Rambam quotes it, he's not quoting it as being like a machlokas in the Gemara, in the Yushalmi, is Avoda Torah or is Avoda Tfila? It sounds like he's saying Avoda is Tfila, but Avoda may also be Torah. It could be Avoda is also Talmud. There's some connection here between Torah and Tefillah that the Rambam is very, very sensitive to, is very much aware of, that they're both called Avoda. They're both called Avoda. What exactly is the connection between them? So I want to be clear about what we know and then what are like the vorts on top of it. What we know about Avoda, what's clear to us, is that Torah and Tefillah are both called Avoda. When we think of Avoda Hashem, in Chazal, that meant everything, but if they had to identify some things that were specific, Torah and Tefillah, and maybe what's the other one he quotes? Avoda also where? Bitoraso, Avdeyu Bimikdasho. Also in the Mikdash. That we know, Karbanos is also Avoda. So we have very few things that are in the category of Avoda, in the category of Avoda, but the Torah Tefillah connection, what exactly, they're both called Avoda, what exactly is it? What would you have thought it means that they're both called Avoda? What makes them both Avoda? I'll tell you what I would have said. What do Torah, Tefillah, and, and Mikdash all have in common? Okay, maybe it's about other things, but definitely that's, that's a direction. They all have an increased experience of Amida Lifnei Hashem. Amida Lifnei Hashem. The most explicit example of that, I guess, is in the Mikdash. The Mikdash is halakhically defined as Lifnei Hashem. A person's in front of Hashem, in the presence of Hashem in the Mikdash. Increased presence of Hashra'as Hashchina. That's how we know you're only Lifnei Hashem, an increased presence of Hashra'as Hashchina. How do I know that Tefillah has the increased presence of Hashra'as Hashchina and Amida Lifnei Hashem? Reb Chaim writes that that's Ma'akev, the Kavan of all Tefillah. Tefillah represents to know they're only Lifnei Hashem. What's a halacha that demonstrates there's an increased shechina when a person davens. The Gemara tells you can't walk four amos for someone that's davening. The halacha that frustrates many to no end. You know, to be happy that Rehamdunah is not davening behind you. Unless he is. But there's a... Uh, but there's a... Tefillah is also defined in halacha. There's an extra hashra'a tashkina. I take my three steps back. I take my three steps forward. You can't walk in front of me because your mouth of the shechina's presence. When I'm putting on tefillin, there's no din you can't walk in front of me, the shin is present. No din. 
when I'm, when I'm davening, it's an act of, an act of Amidah, Lechnei Hashem, that Kesher to Rabboni Sha'olam is exceptionally present. What about Talmud Torah? What about Talmud Torah? So Talmud Torah also has this element of Lifne Hashem and Shechina. Where do we see it has Lifne Hashem and Shechina element? The Mishnah Avos tells us if you learn the Shechina is Shora. You, you learn Halacha, the Shechina is Shora. The Shechina is present. Because Baruch Hu v'oraisa, you know, the, 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 the relationship even between Hashem and Oraisa, many Sfarim figure like this, even as far as what elements of Torah Lishma is, but Torah is the greatest encounter with Rabbonah Sha'olam. Torah is an encounter with Hashem Yisbarach. When I learn, I'm learning God's Chachma, which is the best I can get, close to Hashem. That's why the Baal Tanya writes as an example, that, the, that Torah Lishma means to learn Torah, Lema'an, the Vekus, with Hashem. Because Torah provides at the Vekus, but they're all on of Hashem. You would have asked me, I would have said, that's what it means. They're all forms of Avoda. They're all forms of Avoda which connote an element of Amida Lifnei Hashem, an increased presence of the Shekhinah found by these three things. That's the real hardcore presence which is there. The Amida Lifnei Hashem. Salvechik didn't, at least to what I'm aware of, say it that way. Salvechik added something else. The Rav said, and I think it's, it's a really interesting thing, the Rav tried to bring Rayas, of which there are not a few, that maybe when it comes to Talmud Torah, Aside from Talmud Torah being intellectual, Talmud Torah almost has an element of an element of tefillah, like a tefillah component to it. That there's a certain kind of kiyum when a person davens that has a Torah, that has like a tefillah kind of a component to your davening. He points out the Rambam in Perik in, in, in Hilchos Talmud Torah, Perik Gimel Chayyim Gimel, talking about learning Torah at night seems to like almost interchur- interchangeably use Torah and Tefillah. I would point out, I don't think he pointed this out, but the, the Pasuk beginning of Sefer Ava, to introduce ideas about Kriya Shema and Tefillah, Ma'ahafi Sarasecha, Koha Yom Hisi Chasi, the Ramah took a Pasuk about Torah, the Pasuk itself, Koha Yom Hisi Chasi, Sicha, normally the Gemara in Brachos, ain't Sicha Ella Tefillah. He's taking a Pasuk about Talmud Torah, referring to the experience of davening. It seems like there's some indication that Torah, on some level, is an act of tefillah. Where else do we see that? So the Rav pointed out, it's a Gemara Sanhedrin and Dachaf Aleph. What does Gemara Sanhedrin say in Dachaf Aleph? That there is a mitzvah d'oraisa to write a Sefer Torah. What is the source for the mitzvah d'oraisa to write a Sefer Torah? V'yatza kisvilachem es ha-shira hazos. What's a Shira reference to? To Torah. Shira is a reference to Torah. Torah is called Shira. Torah is called Shira. Shira is a form of, is a form of tefillah. Halal Shira is a form of tefillah. Apparently, there is this connection that Torah plays a role Torah is like a component of tefillah. If that's so, Derech Agav, we understand why the Raman brings this dafka and mitzvah hey in the mitzvah of tefillah. In the mitzvah of tefillah, the Raman brings in Torah because Torah has also a little bit of an element of a little bit of an element of tefillah to it. Now, what exactly does this mean that Torah has an element of tefillah to it? Please have the rough support of What does that mean that that, that, that that Torah has a tefillah component to it? What would that mean? What would that mean? Any suggestions? What would that mean? That Talmud Torah has a tefillah component to it? I'll make one suggestion. You can take it or leave it. Yeah? Okay. That tefillah has the capacity to change. Tefillah has the capacity to impact not only me, let's say, intellectually or me as a mitzvah, but the impact of someone who really learns, the impact it has, on the Rabbonus Olam, 
can impact me and my standing in this world, in this world also. It can impact me and my standing in this world also. I'll make a quick R in brackets. We got a great, if not, it's all good. The Sefer Karim and the Maral in different ways elaborate on how does tefillah work. If I'm not deserving of something, so why does davening for it, now God's going to suddenly let me get it? If I didn't deserve the ice cream, so why would me davening for it now make me deserving of that? God was just the first time. I didn't deserve ice cream. So now I daven for it, now I get it. Like, what does that have to do with anything? I don't deserve it. So Sefer Karim, Maral, each in different ways, writes that the goal of davening is changing who I am. The davening changes who I am. I was not deserving of ice cream as a mashal. As a result of davening, I've become an elevated person. And now when God reassesses what I deserve, so God says, well, now you're a person that deserves that, and that's the way our feels get answers, feels impact on us. So one way of saying it, whether this is true for I'm all the way, I don't know, is that the goal, Talmud Torah, can do something similar. Talmud Torah can be the kind of transformative act that allows you to be deserving and worthy of other things. It impacts the way Christ Baruch Hu looks at our Torah as, as a Shira, and that also changes. It, 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 it's a message. It changes. Either we're crying out, it changes who we are to be able to do things in a particular in a particular way. If that is so, if that is so, so this would, on some level, explain a couple of different things. A couple of different things. If every act of Torah is an avoda like tefillah is, and especially if Torah has an element of a tefillah component to it, that Torah changes us. Torah is a way that we communicate. Hashem, the way He responds to our Torah is, Ki'ilu, it was a tefillah when we learn. He relates to it differently. So, we may understand the Gemara and Brachos a little bit better. The fact that we begin with Pesuket de Zimra, which is an act of Talmud Torah, that leads into our tefillah, can make a good deal of sense. How come? First of all, what does Talmud Torah do? It brings the Shekhinah down, like Torah does, like tefillah does. It's a good setup for that. But it's also, it's also a form of avoda. It's a great prerequisite for tefillah is to engage in the avoda of Talmud Torah. And you know why it's good for Hagdama for tefillah? Because Torah is a form of tefillah. Torah is a form of tefillah. It has that component. Haraya, it's not, it's not even that fancy. Ashrei Yoshrei Vesecha. Is Ashrei a tefillah or is Ashrei a chefta shel Torah? What's the answer? It is both. We say it in our davening. We pray to Hashem through it. It also is in Ksuvim. It's in Tanakh. It is a chefta shel Torah. Ashrei is both a form of tefillah and a chefta shel Torah. And in many ways, Torah... So why is Ashrei? Why is Zimra good hakdama? It's a form of tefillah and it brings the Shekhinah down. And it gets us in the right mode. Torah leads to tefillah in many, many powerful and many good ways. How come those who are Torah umnaso don't have to stop, don't have to stop learning for, uh, how come if you're Torah umnaso you don't have to stop learning for, uh, to, and you continue daven? So I don't know if the Rav said this. There are Chorin that say similar ideas, but what would be the Pshat? If Torah is also in Avodah, if Torah is also in Avodah, so then Torah can take the place of that. Torah can function as a tefillah. The vord isn't that someone who davens doesn't need tefillah. Someone who learns doesn't need tefillah. The vord is that someone who learns has tefillah. Has tefillah already. His Torah is a shira. His Torah is that. And therefore he doesn't have to stop because whatever impact tefillah would have, he gets through his Talmud Torah. He gets through his Talmud Torah. I want to dig a little bit deeper. Clarity as a whole thus far. One, two, and...
Right? Let me take a step back, clarify, and then maybe stick with questions, and then we'll... The Gemara tells us that there seems to be a strong connection between Torah and Tefillah. The Gemara tells us if you learn Torah to Naso, you don't stop in Davin. The Gemara tells us that when you do Davin, you should Davin from a place of Torah. And it could be all Pesuk Zimra is a din in Torah also before you Davin. What's going on here? What's the relationship between Torah and Tefillah? How come sometimes you could be putter from Davin? By Davin, they did do what's going on here. So we're developing a Yisod, the Rav had in many ways, that, that Rambam defines real Avodah Hashem is both Torah and Tefillah. Avdeyu betfilah, avdeyu betorah, those things are both forms of avoda. What does that mean? So one way the Rav would say it is, Torah can have the impact of tefillah. Again, what does that mean? So we're saying it a couple different ways. One is that whatever Torah does for you, whatever, sorry, tefillah does for you, serious Talmud Torah can also do for you. Serious Talmud Torah can have an impact on who you are, on your thing, the way your Bono Shalom looks at you. Your real Talmud Torah can become like a shira in front of Hashem Yisbarach. It's ke'ilu, you're calling out. It can accomplish an enormous, enormous amount. That's why, in general, we like to first learn before we daven a bit, because that brings the shechina there. That, that's a form of tefillah, introducing, introducing our more hardcore, specific tefillahs when asked, right? It also may explain why someone who's learning all day doesn't stop davening, because they're in a madrigi where their Torah is like a form of tefillah. Their Torah is an avoda, and they don't have to stop and do it the same way. Clarity as a whole thus far on this stuff? One, two, and... What's one last thing to explain? How come only those who are Torasa Umnaso? How come only those who are Torasa Umnaso? So I'm going to make a suggestion here. Again, you'll take it or leave it. But I'll make a suggestion here. Learning Baba Basra this year. Learning Baba Basra this year. Just to get in the first pack of Baba Basra. Those that wanted us to go, you know, random Baba Basra sigas. So this is for you. The Gemara tells us in Baba Basra, Rabbanan Lotrichen Nitirusa. That Rabbanan don't require, don't have to pay taxes. They don't require the same degree of protection. Major machloks are showing him how extreme that is. But they don't require the same degree of protection. What, what protects them? Their, their Torah protects them. In some of the Rishonim, I believe in the Rush, this is discussed in the Nosekelem and Shulchan Arach, which kind of person, when we say Rabbanan lo tirusa, that the Rabbanan don't have to pay taxes fully, they don't require the same degree of investment and protection. What kinds of Rabbanan are we talking about? Who are we talking about? So I think the Rush writes, I haven't seen this in a while, but I think the Rush writes referring Dafka to those people who are Torasso Umnaso. We're not referring to anyone. There are people who are Torasso Umnaso. There are people, those are the people that Torah doesn't require, that they don't require the same degree of protection because Torasso Umnaso. What is that? What do you see from that? I think what you see is as follows. There are two kinds of impact that Torah can have. There's one kind of impact that Torah can have on any person that sits down and learns. Anyone that sits down and learns, Torah can have an impact on them. Torah has, it's a mitzvah, it's Talmud Torah can get kulam. Talmud Torah is incredibly, incredibly chashev. But what we see, I think, from the Gemara in Shabbos on Dafyad Aleph, what we see from the way the Rambam Paskins it, what we see from that Russian Baba Basra, is that there is a form of Talmud Torah that a person who is Torasa Umnaso, that they are able to tap into and they are able to accomplish. This kind of a Torah, maybe Torah always has an element of tefillah. Maybe Torah always has an element of protection. The Gemara writes that in the third paragraph of Sota. Torah always has an element of protection. Torah always has an element of tefillah, perhaps. But 
there are certain people who are so infused with, so on fire with Talmud Torah, it's Torasa Unaso, that that is a different, different Hagdara entirely. A person who is Torasa Unaso is a person who is so connected to Torah. The Hashra Hashchina is there. The impact it has on them is so great. The, the, the Shira of their Torah and the impact of the Shira of their Torah so strong that the same way Rabbanan Lotrichen Nitirusa, Rabbanan Lotrichen Tfila. Not because they don't require protection, but because it's Ki'ilu, they already have protection. The Torah that they have becomes such a part of them and the Hasra Sashchina and the impact that. It does that. And it protects them on a level of safety. Again, when, how is not for now. It protects them on a level of tefillah, torasso, umnaso. So we don't per se have people like this nowadays. We don't per se have people who are on this kind of a madrega the same way that it's like fully, fully in. That's what Rabbi Yochanan says. Could go in Anu. I don't know if we are fully there the, the same way. But... What we do have in that time was people that it's ki'ilu they were in a state of tefillah. It's ki'ilu, they, it's like Dabra Melech said, like Va'ani tefillah. Like they were a chetza of everything they were doing was geared towards that. So for them, for them, Torah could play that role of tefillah. Sorry if I shift to like, uh, um, maybe we've been in like elements of the flirting with the machshava, but, but what that means is language is very powerful. What a person whose Torah-so umnaso could tap into just doing Talmud Torah. So maybe us through our Talmud Torah can't tap into to that full extent. But it's still a form of avoda, and we can tap into when we when we daven. When we daven. When we daven, so we can tap into that. Torah, what Torah brings is the Hagdama to our tefillah. And it can tap into that in many ways. The Hashra Tashchina, the impact, and we daven that our tefillah at least can be a shira, lifnei Hashem, to be able to accomplish things in that kind of a, in that kind of a way. So as far as the Torah tefillah, but I think the idea of that, even that Pasuk becomes so much more powerful. Hisichasi is a tefillah. It's the Hagdama to Inyane tefillah. It's also clearly about Torah because of Deyu B'Torah, of Deyu B'Tefillah, they're all really, they're all really there uh, the, same, the same way. I'm going to speak very briefly. That also explains the connection, which is the third area of Voda, which is Mikdash. Avoda is also Mikdash, Tefillah is Makom Karbanos. That this, a lot of the same ideas exist in regards to Karbanos. At discussion, even Achronim, if you're into the Mashiach Shaila, was there a need to daven b'makom hakarbanos karbanos, or did the karbanos take the place of davening? Bizman mikdash rishon, mikdash sheni, was there tefillah, or the karbanos took the place of tefillah? Because they could have a similar idea of Torah being able to take the place, certain things that serve that function, serve that role, that could potentially be able to play that kind of a uh, role.